Ooh, welcome everyone to another episode of Slasher Scotty. I am your host, Scotty McCoy, and boy, do I have a surprise for all of you. I have on Zoom with me right now the director of, if I pronounce it correctly, Dagon. Dagon. Dagon, the Troll World Chronicles. She is Britt Sellers and Diana Firefly, the producer, and they both co-wrote it as well. How you guys doing tonight? Oh, we're on fire. We're on fire tonight. (laughs) We're having a great time. We're actually making zombie props for a live action film we're working on. So a lot of fun. They look awesome. That's exciting. I can't wait. Uh, I know there's a there's a lot going on with uh, Dagon. I, th- I hope I pronounced that correctly. Um, Dagon. Dagon. There you go. Dagon. There's a lot going on with this. There's a couple of big names attached to it. And we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, but the first uh, question I have is, how did you both get into filmmaking? You first. Um, It kind of got into us. <laughs> we... um. <laughs> We all write uh, stories in my whole family. And um, for myself, I've been writing uh, stories and and things since I was like 13. I was a graphic artist and I worked in Orlando, Florida as a graphic artist for years. I also taught art in St. Louis, Missouri. And um, so as an artist, when I had my children, uh, they just started incorporating the art and the writing into their lives. And our studio is built on myself and my two daughters' writings and our artwork. So it just kind of developed from from me and uh, from our family history. Nice. I wrote Dagon Troll Troll World Chronicles um, when I was very young. I was about 17 when I first uh, invented Dagon. And uh, I was beginning it as a sketch. I was beginning his character as a sketch. And I was thinking, I want to create something that hasn't been done before. I want to create a new character. And it's kind of like how um, Narnia became Narnia because of the little puck underneath the lamppost. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was just, it was like that. I was just inventing a new character and suddenly Mm -hmm. his whole story was there. And we just kicked around ideas and in one night we pretty much wrote the entire script and then we built from it um from there we just kept adding to it and adding to it and it became Dagon awesome awesome so for those that are unaware what is this movie about um well what it is about is family and it's about relationships and um all of our products all of our films our audiobooks our comic books are basically about human relationships. And it's about a feeling of belonging to something and a feeling of attachment and caring about your family, your friends. Um, it's all about emotions. And it's about how people will will die to defend their family. They'll, they'll die to defend what they believe in. And when they love someone like their friends and their family, they'll do anything to protect mm-hmm. them. Yeah. And the details of it are that Dagon is a troll on another planet. The planet is called Goth. And uh, it's kind of like a gangster world. Everyone mm-hmm. is uh, devious and manipulative and underhanded and dangerous. And Dagon is the top dog. And 
If you want something done, you go to Dagon and say, I need this done. And then you pay him and he'll do it. As long as it doesn't go against um, his one rule, which is to never hurt children. He's kind of a hit man. And when we started developing Dagon, there was no love interest. And it was just Dagon. And I developed two supporting characters, which were his friends that help him with everything in the film. And I invented Fluff, which is a love interest for Dagon. She is his lover. And she's also the focal point of most of the romance for the entire film. She's also the girlfriend of Bryce Pappenbrook's uh, character. And so we developed Fluff just out of, out of thin air, basically. And uh, she is one hot, hot alien. She is fabulous. <laughs> That's awesome. So, so we know that Emily O'Brien, she plays, for those that are watched Days of Our Lives, she plays Gwen Rischek on there. And, of course, everyone knows Tim Curry. And they're both associated with this film. And I know there's others that are also in the film as well. And you can get into them as well. But how did you happen to land Emily O'Brien and Tim Curry? And what can you tell us about their characters? And who else can we expect to hear in this movie? <laughs> okay, so uh, Tim Curry is playing the dangerous and sexy demon Necrofer the Deathbringer. And he is the main antagonist of the film. He is dead set on killing Dagon and stealing a human child that Dagon has been paid to deliver to the buyer, um, Hungan. It's very complicated. But anyway, Tim Curry is seriously sexy. He's deviant. He is naughty. And, and he, he has a mischievous. lover. He has a lover in this film, which we're not going to give too much of it away. Mm-hmm. But he, is, he has a really hot look. And the lover is a fallen angel. So it's an angel in love with a demon. And we are looking for one other huge star to play this uh, love interest of Tim Curry. And so we have our two actors. We have two actors in mind. Um, One of them is uh, Daniel Radcliffe. We are going to approach him. Uh, It's a very complex dynamic between Tim Curry and this angel. And we need someone who is really amazing to carry on. And strong. They have to be a really strong presence. Our other choice is Elijah Wood. Okay. Uh, We've always loved Elijah Wood. We bumped into him at a Comic-Con, and we had already talked to him before we did the Comic-Con. We've always loved Elijah, and um, he knew us when we got there. He recognized us from from looking at the film Mm because we had approached him about it. He was in the hallway, and I was in the hallway, and he had on a bowler hat and i had on one of my steampunk hats and he said oh my god you're scoffer studios and i said oh my god you're elijah wood and he's like i love your hat and i'm like i love your hat so we just kind of hung out a little whenever whenever we do panels if we get invited to a comic-con it seems like we always end up hanging out with the stars and um it's 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 fun to do panels and everything but it's exhausting (laughs) so when the stars are totally exhausted and they're like at their wits ends you know, you'll bump into them, uh, maybe in a hotel, maybe in a restaurant or something, because you're all in town doing the comp cons, and um, they're just really friendly, really, really friendly people. And um, we've we've never found a star that we didn't like. Um, we've never found a star that we didn't get on with. And uh, it just seems like the sea that we swim in is exactly where we're we're supposed to be. And that's uh, Hollywood films. And Emily O'Brien did an amazing job. She plays uh, Ruth 
the ambassador of Earth's wife and the mother of the child that gets stolen. And she brings a, an emotional levity to the film that's amazing. She can cry like nobody's business. She has a lot of range. Lot she of was range. incredible. And you believe her when you hear her voice line. She'll go from, this is Emily O'Brien. Take one. To suddenly sobbing uncontrollably. And you're like, how does she do it? She's amazing. She's very masterful. She's very good. Very yeah, good actor. I see her on Days of Our Lives, like, you know, every time she's on and she's she's on contract on there and she does amazing with her acting ability. And I know Diana sent me um, a voice clip of Emily and, I'm, and she did a really good job just with the clip that you sent me. So that was yeah. really exciting uh, to hear that because she, she really did amazing. And I'm a big fan of Emily uh, and her character is like a, vi- a villain on days. And I'm a, I'm just, I, I'm usually, I mean, I just love her. She's, she's, she's like one of those villains that you, you love to hate her, but you also love to love her. Yeah. She's also in death stranding. Yeah. Nice. She's in a, lots of video games that are really amazing. And her characters in there are awesome too. Uh, she has a lot of a lot of range. Another character that we have is Yoer Hida, and he is a forest demon, and he is played by legendary god of horror um, Doug Bradley from uh, okay. Hellraiser. from Hellraiser. Hellraiser. Yep. And it's incredible to have all of these amazing people in our mm-hmm. film. We're we're really blessed to have them here. Doug They're Bradley. Doug Bradley is such a sweetheart. He's actually I went and bought me a cube. Because I had to have one, you know, because I've got Doug in my film. So mm-hmm. I bought me the demon summoning cube. And I'm like, Doug, please sign my cube. And he's like, no problem. His voice lines were so scary. I got them at about two o'clock in the morning. And I was up t- tweaking a uh, different movie's uh, mm-hmm. screenplay. And suddenly my inbox lit up and I said, oh, my God, I got his lines. And so I played it for my mom while she was still half asleep and scared her. It was so scary. I had nightmares all night. I mean, it was so scary. It was a lot of fun. Another amazing voice we have in the film is Bryce Pappenbrook. He plays Aaron on Attack on Titan. And in our film, he um, he also is in uh, Demon Slayer as Inosuke. Yes, Demon Slayer is the, I think, the highest grossing animated film series that ever existed nice. and uh, Bryce is in our film so maybe we're next <laughs> give us some luck <laughs> Bryce was amazing and he loved his his voice lines um he plays Gallows in the film and Gallows is the uh, love additional love interest of Fluff yeah. and everyone's interconnected in our film everyone interacts with everyone else everyone's nice. vital and important and each character is so unique and interesting that they could carry a whole film mm-hmm. about their origin story. It's kind of like Star Wars, okay. how every single character is interesting yeah. and you have to delve deeper as time goes on. We've so. just recently had some interest in a Dagon comic book. So that okay. may be the next thing that we're going to take on. Um, one of our, our people that came on board just recently is very interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I told you, but we have Jimi Hendrix baby brother okay Leon Hendricks, and he just came on board the last week or so and he's nice. amazing in his own right he has amazing that he yeah letting us use in his film in our film and uh he plays a really awesome character oh yeah I I came up with this he's a magic and uh in the scene that uh Leon is going to be in he is sitting in an alleyway playing tarot cards nice. and um he's got a 
steampunk, steampunk hat. hat and he's got the jacket you know he's and got dreadlocks and he's he got looks, glasses he he's looks really magical cool. he looks like nice. he's in touch with the universe and so he's just hanging out being cool and these gangsters come running up the alleyway and they're like hey man have you seen a freaky little dude they're and, talking about Jacqueline, yeah. which is played by will collins and it's um it's a really fun character uh He's, he's like, you describe him. He's awesome. He's a ratty, freaky little guy. He's the boyfriend of uh, Maxine. And Maxine is one of the other supporting characters. But anyway, he gets kidnapped and he escapes. And he's running past Leon's character, trying to get away from the gangsters. And the gangsters don't see where he went. Mm -hmm. But Leon did. And the gangsters stop and they ask Leon, so which way did he go? And mm-hmm. Leon sends them on a wild goose chase and nice. freaks everyone out. And it's a great scene. We're having a lot he of fun. He also magically disappears in a puff of purple smoke. Yes. Nice. Very cool. He's very cool. And one of the lines in there, we won't tell who uh, we based his line on. It's from one of the most famous serial killers in the world. And we based one of one of Leon's lines on something nice. that I said. Very creepy. So a little nice. Easter egg if anyone wants to track it down during the film. Nice. Nice. Um, so has filming started yet? And if not, when does filming start? It's filming been in, has started. It has been okay. in process for six years. If wow, you count okay. when the uh, script was written, it has been in progress for six this years. This is an animated okay. film. It's hand-drawn in 2D. So that's why, okay. one of the reasons why we have so many stars is because they can do their own um, they can do their own recording. Now, we had Tim Curry record at Salami Studios Hollywood. And okay. so he actually recorded at the studio in Hollywood during COVID. And what is really interesting is he came out during a lockdown to do this. And he loved doing it so much that we have like an hour uh, master reel. And he was just joking around, being funny. He was laughing. He was nice. just amazing. Nice, he was having nice. a great time. So do you guys have an Indiegogo for this? Yes, we, we do. We just put one up. Yes, this nice. is the first one we've had in, in six years. We're self-funded. Okay. And um, we also have people. It's really funny because instead of going to our Indiegogo, they would rather contact us in person. So I don't know how that works out. <laughs> but um uh, we're still getting funding, even though it doesn't show up on our Indiegogo. <laughs> right. Nice. So where can people locate your Indiegogo page if they would like to donate on there? And are there any perks that you would like to point out for them to donate to? We are offering some roles in the film. We're also offering producer titles. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can find the links to that on the Dagon Troll World Chronicles Facebook uh, page, as well as on our personal pages, Brit Sellers and Diana Firefly. Okay. So if anyone would like to uh, help us out with the production of this film, uh, we are offering IMDb credits and we're offering original artwork. Roles. We're also offering uh, original artwork that we have uh, from the actually film. used in from the, the film. film. And so you can actually own a piece of this film, like Tim Curry's character or Doug Bradley's character. You can have the original frameable artwork. And this is on quality paper that's hand drawn by us and hand signed. And if you have a character preference that you really like, uh, we can negotiate and work out 
um, which paint, painting to send, and it's just going to be a lot of fun. We're also offering limited edition DVDs when the film is finished. It's just going to be great. Awesome. Awesome. So what do you believe is the hardest part of getting this film done? I would say um, probably the animation. Yeah, doing okay. all of the animation ourselves. Uh, we've only got two other artists that help out part time. Um, We're such perfectionists and we want such a tone for this film um, that we try and micromanage everything. And okay. it has slowed down production quite a bit because there has been some personal issues that we have had uh, health wise to deal with. My mother was sick for a long period of time. And mm -hmm. During that time period, uh, it did slow down production a lot. She had the big C. So, yeah, yeah I, I had to fight through breast cancer around Christmas. And I just finished radiation. I'm still doing chemo. Yeah. In addition so, to that, we did have COVID a couple of times. And that has also slowed us down. But not much. Not much. We're still <laughs> fighting. And we're going to have this thing finished probably very awesome. soon. So we're we're, we're really hoping helpful. we're shooting for summer of uh, 2023. Um, okay. And we do we can reach that goal. We can. We've got over an hour and a half already, but we do want to hire one more huge star, and to do that, we are going to need more funding. So yeah, are really yeah we really want to bring on board Daniel Radcliffe. We want to bring mm -hmm. on Christina Ritchie, Elijah Wood, Elijah Wood, possibly. Wood, if possibly. Daniel so, you know, if you think about it, most mm -hmm. of these actors get anywhere from, oh, my God. We can't give out specific numbers for specific people, but yeah, it's a say. lot. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's I can only imagine. I mean, Daniel Radcliffe, of it's course, is Harry Potter alone. It's, it's really, yeah. really big. Yeah, I know Tim Curry. Yeah. He, was, he was astronomically high and yeah. um, for a film, for an animated film. But um, he really wanted to be in my film, and we worked out a, a pretty good deal. Awesome. Yeah, um, these these major stars. If your character is interesting enough, and your story is, uh, they definitely want to see the script. They, they wanna always want to see the script. They want to see production art of the character himself. They want to see bios. They want to see as much detail as possible about their character. And if they take a shine to it, and they think the uh, the role is really good. They will work with you, and it's it's a wonderful process, and we have made awesome. lots of friends, and we're really excited about everything we're doing. Emily O'Brien actually offered to come to several Comic-Cons that we were setting up before COVID, and when COVID hit, it just kind of put a crimp in everyone's style, yeah. and a lot of Comic-Cons were canceled. Next time we do a Comic-Con, I'm definitely inviting Julian Seeger. Julian mm -hmm. Seeger is in most of my projects, if not all of my projects. And if you have followed him, he's in Vikings, he's in Thor, he's in Guardians of the Galaxy, he's in everything, basically. He's coming right. down for our Viking film. Zombie I film. I mean, zombie, our zombie film in October. We're huge Vikings fans, so um, <laughs> it gets a bit muddled. <laughs> awesome, that's awesome. So, we're, and his character is so cool in our zombie film. It's kind of a Mad Max kind of thing. Right. And um, we've got a lot of uh, cars and, and crazy, cool antique cars. So mm -hmm. I'm sure some of these guys are going to be driving around mm -hmm. these crazy, cool antique cars. We've got beautiful girls bashing zombies. We've got flying zombie heads as they bash the heads off. We're having a lot of fun with the zombie film. It's our first live Lovely. action. So we have rubber brains, brains and we have silicon hands and we have <laughs> lots of heads we're making. But... um. Yeah, get that nasty guy in here. 
And we do have a GoFundMe up for that film as well, if uh, zombies are more your preference than anime. But anyway, back to Dagon. Um, we're having a wonderful time with this, and we're we're really. We just brought Sean Cronin on board. I don't know if you're familiar with him. He's from the UK. Uh, Sean Cronin is playing Rasp, and Rasp is a character that is really twisted. Um, okay. We based one of our alien characters on the Dahlia, the Black Dahlia. And if you're familiar okay. with that Hollywood murder, it was the most gruesome murder mm-hmm. that I've ever read about. It was disgusting. Well, we have a, mm-hmm. a alien who is a little mm-hmm. like Dahlia. And her uh, on-again, off-again, very twisted boyfriend is Rasp, played by Sean Cronin. So it's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> That's exciting. That's really exciting. So the last question I do got for you, do you have any other films in the works, anything else that you want to promote, social media, anything at all to the listening and viewing audience? We have an audio book and it's very personal to me because it's based on one of our pets, Madeline, a a wild deer that lives in our yard. And uh, I wrote this children's book. It's a lot like Coraline. It's very creepy. It's very dark. And it's about my deer, and a little girl named Violet. And this audiobook is five hours long. Oh, wow. And it is jam-packed with stars. We have Kirk Thatcher from Muppets Treasure Island. We've got Richard Ashton from Doctor Who. We've got Julian Seeger. Uh, we we have tons of fabulous UK stars in my, my audiobook. It's called Over the Hills and Far Away. It's going to be uh, finished very soon. We do have a professional working on the sound. Would you like to do a shout out for him? Steve Lee from Disney. He's doing all the sound. And Steve Lee came on board with us. And he handles most everything that has to do with sound for Scoffer Studios. Nice. And I would like to also shout out to some of our really amazing musicians in the film of... uh, our zombie film, Blood Brothers Life Harvest. We do have a local amazing artist, Robert Wilson, and he is doing some of the main soundtracks for our zombie film. We also have Luke Truen from the Disney, um, not the Disney, the Discovery, Discovery Channel. Channel. He does Shark Week. He does nice. D. He does he all of the composing. The most amazing song, Chaos, which we are going to be using for one of our main uh, titles. It's going to be like the main title, and it's so amazing. Um I can't wait to show everyone. It's nice. going to be amazing. It's we also cool. we also have an indigenous woman group on Dagon, and they're called Olox. And Olox is uh, a female indigenous-owned uh, uh, company, and she is a fabulous musician. With her husband. They both write okay. the most amazing music, and it's very uh, shamanistic. It's very interesting. Spiritual, oh. magical. Her name is Snow Raven. Her band is Olox. And we also have uh, Neo Vi, who's doing some really amazing work. And Enrique Ponce, who's a composer. He actually gave us a whole symphony for the end of, of the film Dagon Troll World Chronicles called The Fall of Man. And it is an absolute symphony. And it's going to be, it's going to be epic. We'll write that scene in and finish everything and tweak it. We're working on uh, most of the ending of Dagon right now. It's going to be really incredible. But we've been a real inspiration for women in film. Um, Since we're all women, all produced, all created, all owned, our whole studio is women. We have had so many women in film uh, contact us and say, you know, I was going to give up. I was uh, at my, at my end of my rope. 
And it is difficult for women in this industry. It is difficult for women. And um, mm-hmm. I've had so many people say, after I spoke with you, Diana, or after I saw one of your podcasts, I'm fighting. I'm I'm going on. You know, I'm not going to mm-hmm. quit. And uh, I've really felt touched by that. And I feel there's support. And it has really helped me a lot in realizing that what we are doing is so rare and has really never been done before. And uh, we have to fight for all the women out there that mm-hmm. that are going to come behind us and do the same thing we are doing now. So right. we're very excited about everything we're doing and we ask for everyone's support and sharing or donating to our GoFundMe. for If, you're, if you can't donate and share, like, follow, subscribe. And our Indiegogo uh-huh. for Dagon Troll World Chronicles. You can find links for both on our Scoffer Studios, Dagon Troll World Chronicles, and or Blood Brothers pages on Facebook. And you can also find them on our personal pages, Brit Sellers and Diana Fire. We also have some fabulous perks on our zombie film. So whoever gives the most is going to get official perks. They're like, thank you, gifts. Yeah. If you give a lot on the zombie film, you get a nasty zombie baby. So this is one of our zombie babies. This is what you will get. Something like this. Something disgusting. That's (laughs) awesome. (laughs) <laughs> well, thank you guys for both, uh, you know, for both of you joining me this evening. I'm so glad to learn more about this movie. And if anybody's watching this, uh, if you can donate, donate. If you can't donate, then share. It doesn't cost anything to share. Sharing is caring. So share the uh, both of the Indiegogo uh, crowdfunding campaigns. Thank you, Diana. Thank you, Britt, so much for joining thank me you. this evening. Thanks, Thanks so much. Yep, absolutely. You have a great rest of your night. You too. Yeah. Bye.